Incoming transmission. Said the feet of non-oe. Life, uh, finds a way. Start the Stark Contrast. Hello, boys and girls. Welcome to the Friday episode of the Stark Contrast. I'm your host, Rod Stark. We had quite the week this week. Uh, had the passing of the man, Stan Lee. One of the big creators at Marvel. He worked with Jack Kirby to make some of our favorite superheroes, Spider-Man, the X-Men, Black Panther, Captain America, Iron Man, one of my personal favorites. He died this week at 95. I know the world would not be the same if it was not for a man like Stan Lee, so hats off to him. I know he will be missed. I did have one memory with Stan. I was at a Comic-Con and uh, he was coming through. I said, Stan, I love you. And he said, you too. But uh, I was too cheap to actually go and meet him. I w- didn't have the extra cash at the time. It was like a hundred and something bucks to do the meet and greet and get his autograph. And I figured, oh, I'll get it down the road. And it never happened. So sadly, I do not have a picture with Stanley. I know uh, previous guest Terrell Smith that you guys, I'm sure, remember from the podcast was a, uh, a huge, huge Stanley fan. He viewed him as a mentor, got to meet him a couple times, interviewed him, and uh, just looked up to him completely, especially with his uh, love of comics and the fact that he's now a comic creator. I know he's taken this hard. So to Terrell, too, my condolences. We've lost a great hero, somebody that created our heroes, and uh, he will be missed. Another uh, sad story of the week are these wildfires out in California. Another one of my previous guests, Nick Blackmer, was just heading out to California at the beginning of this month. So he's uh, he's safe. Nobody be alarmed. But uh, he's over by those wildfires. They said 63 now are dead due to the wildfires and over 600 are missing. Obviously, a lot of those missing hopefully are just taking shelter elsewhere and haven't had time to check in yet. I'm uh, hoping the death toll obviously stays as low as possible, but these wildfires in California are getting out of control, obviously. So hopefully we can figure out a way to prevent them in the future. I know they're they're working on some methods of uh, deforesting near houses and stuff and getting away some of that uh, dry debris. It's also now rifle season in Michigan. It started yesterday. Sadly, I didn't get to participate because I had to work. Boo-hoo to me. I um, will hopefully get out here a little bit before the season's over, but we're now in peak season at my work, and uh, there won't be much free time for hunting, but I, I definitely plan on getting some more venison in the freezer before the year ends. We're running out, and damn, I love venison. Another thing I uh, did this past week is watch Bohemian Rhapsody, the Freddie Mercury Queen biopic. If you haven't seen it yet, I highly recommend it. I thought they did a great job. It's one that's fun to watch in the theater for nothing else other than the sound to get the the effects they did with the sound is pretty incredible, but... I learned a lot about Freddie Mercury that I didn't know. I was always a big fan. I think Queen was a incredible group, and 
probably could have did a lot more if Freddie hadn't contracted AIDS and died prematurely. But either way, definite legend of the rock world, one of the best voices ever to grace this earth. And uh, if you have a chance, definitely go watch it in theaters. If not, when it comes to uh, a uh, DVD or streaming service near you, make sure to watch it. We did have one listener question. Do you remember your dreams? I do actually remember my dreams. I have very vivid dreams, almost to a detriment sometimes, as well as nightmares. Uh, Very clear and memorable I know uh, I'll give you a couple examples of dreams that I remember. I've had this dream where I lived, I rented a house from this older couple. And I, in the dream, I forgot that I, when I moved, I'd never moved my stuff. So I, I remember, oh shit, I still have all my stuff at this house. So I have to try to scramble and get a hold of them and figure out whether they still have my stuff or not. And that's always fun. I also have, I've had this dream often where I'll uh, remember that I was signed up for college courses and I forgot and the semester's like half over, but I got to try to figure out where everything's at and do all the assignments from the beginning of the semester till now. I haven't been signed up in any college courses for at least six years, five, six years and still I have those dreams. So if anybody out there uh, is good at decoding dreams, there's a couple for you to work with. We do appreciate the questions. The hotline number is 920-395-8930. If you wanted to leave those voice messages, you can also text that number, like I mentioned last episode, as well as email at thestartcontrast at aol.com. So if you guys want to give any kind of questions or comments, feel free to do so. This week's episode is going to focus on the second part of my interview with Jack Maddish. I hope you guys enjoyed the first part. This concluding part will focus on pop culture, some of the shows we like, some different video games and comic books, that kind of stuff. We nerd out a bit, have a great conversation. No no conversation with Jack would be complete without some talk of pro wrestling, so of course, we got some of that in there, too. So I hope you guys all enjoy the concluding part of my interview with Jack Maddish. Without further ado, here we go. So have you seen the new test screening thing of uh, Joaquin Phoenix? I Joker? saw. I did see that clip. I love the Joker. I, I do. Uh, the Joker is my favorite villain. What uh, I out do. of both companies or? Out of both companies. Like Marvel or DC? Yeah, out of both com- uh, both companies, Joker is probably like the penultimate villain. Yeah. He's, he's fun, he's dark, he is a twisted son of a bitch, and he's going to make you laugh while he's doing it. And that's disturbing, but intriguing at the same time. <laughs> gotcha. Right? Like, he can do all these incredibly vile things, and people want to see more of it because he's going, <laughs> you know, and I'm always hearing Mark Hamill's Joker in my head when I read right. him now. So, uh, so which... Which incarnation of the Joker has been your favorite? Movie-wise? Movie, video game, anything where you actually could... I don't count just the comics because it's a little bit different. Yeah, like movie, Cross video medium, game. Then, so video yeah. games, cartoons. cartoons. Well, I'd have to say, uh, as far as Joker goes, Mark Hamill has, has that cornered. Yeah. I mean, he's had that hands down. I mean, but you can't... 
you can't ignore the classics. Cesar Romero. Uh, Jack Nicholson was my favorite movie Joker. Um, and obviously Heath Ledger was terrific as the Joker. Right. I mean, he was the Joker for that movie. Right. Just didn't look right to me, but that's beside the point. Yeah. It worked for that movie. Right. So... Yeah, that well, that just kind of goes back to that whole realism in comic right. movies. So that what, what did you think about uh, Jared Leto's Joker? I actually liked Gerald, Jared Leto's Joker when I finally saw Suicide Squad because I have it. I, I don't hate it. I, I don't understand. It's not like people didn't see it coming that, you know, uh, they're going to take the and make a comic book movie and throw all the favorite characters that people had from this comic and put it into one storyline and make it that narrative. I think that's what's pissing people off is that they're doing it instead of trying to follow along with whatever storyline is. To, like with Harley Quinn, I, I guess that was a big thing because she wasn't part of the original squad and she's a, still a rather new character by comparison. Right. Right. But that, from what I under, with that, like that's what I take away from, from what I've read about it. That seems to be what people are mostly pissed off about is like the introduction of a lot of these characters. And then it wasn't, I mean, okay, <laughs> I got to be careful because like I know I'm going to get like nerds on my ass if I, if I don't you know, say, say this right. Because like, you're not one of us. Like, yeah, no, I am, but I like what I like. Right. <laughs> but I, I like the story. Altogether, it was a problem that, didn't actually have to exist and the people who were arranging the team were responsible for the mess so it was kind of a dumb story but it was told in a badass way and that's that's my impression of suicide right. squad and i love it for that <laughs> because like i have all four killer tomatoes movies and i i especially love the second one but yeah i have yeah. i own all four of them and I think they're great, but like I have friends that like I've had them watch it with me, and they go, "I want that hour and a half of my life back," yeah. you know. Yeah, it's an acquired taste for sure. <laughs> but uh, did you hear that? That's even getting a remake now. Yeah, I did see that. Oh my god! They're, they're trying to remake everything. Those but... guys are hilarious. Uh, the guys that that made yeah. it, you know, uh, um, uh, Constance Dillon, uh, 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 Rock Peace. He was a he's a senator or was a senator yeah. or something, right? Like that's awesome. I have a I have a Killer Tomatoes VHS where they're like, where are they now? And he's wearing the parachute, walking up the steps. <laughs> Cracks me up, right? <laughs> uh, going back to Suicide Squad and and segueing into the other films, then I think I would have to agree with Jared Leto. On, I wanted to see this extra stuff that they filmed. I own the Blu-ray. I should have had those deleted scenes. I wanted to see this extra hours footage that supposedly exists. Right. Because I'd be pissed too if I was playing the Joker. But like I heard of like the stuff about what he did. Like what? Method acting, yeah, I guess. Right. Creepy, but glad I wasn't involved in that cast. I'd be afraid <laughs> of what he'd send me. But yeah. Uh, I guess what 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 specific more specifically what 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 do you what do you mean like in terms of what did I take away from it? I mean, it wasn't the greatest movie ever made, um, but it, it was. I didn't think it was bad. I thought it was. I go in, I'm gonna forget everything for a couple hours, have a good time, and a pretty good soundtrack. Yeah. I'm kind. I'm kind of easy in that regard. <laughs> yeah, I, I felt like it was cut together, kind of like a music video. Yeah, it was like a yeah. comic book meets music video. I didn't hate it. I thought it was 
you know, a decent movie. I wasn't as big on Jared Leto as the Joker. Yeah, um, I didn't like the, the tattoos. Yeah, and the, there was one version in the comic books that was just like that, but I felt like they, they had other ones well, to draw from. Yeah, because I read about that. They didn't explain it. Yeah. It was like, oh, so of course he's in the mental institution. That makes perfect sense. It's the Joker, but right. where's the tattoos? Where, where did they come from, rather? Right. Like, why? I, like, he got curb stomped, so he's got gold teeth. Okay, can we see that? <laughs> why didn't we see that? No, we get to see Harley Quinn shooting at Batman underwater. That's what we get. And the Joker being a dickhead and he, you know, boogies out of there. <laughs> right. Let her take the fall. Which is such a, Joker. a good boyfriend. <laughs> it's a Joker thing to do, though. Um, so, overall, you said you're... You're a fan of the DC universe, but you see where they've misstepped some. There's just a lot of rushed you, production, is what it seems like. Do you, do you still buy in for the Aquaman, or you... actually, that's that's the thing, right? You got Khal Drogo playing Aquaman, and I actually loved that character in Justice League. He was like my favorite character in the Justice League movie. My man, you know, it just <laughs> throws Aquaman at something. He's got to, yeah, that just cracks me up. And I, I got so excited for that. And so, yes, I will watch an Aquaman. Do I like Aquaman in general? No. <laughs> he talks to fish. He's the Prince of Atlantis. Big whoop. I want to see Lobo riding his space hog through space on the big screen. And I guess we're going to get that, but probably not the one we're expecting. That's my um, prediction. I'm sure not the one you're expecting. Yeah. But uh, I want to see that fragging bastard. That's what I want. I, I enjoyed the uh, the kid that plays Flash. I thought they did a good take yeah, on Flash, he, too. Well, my mom keeps telling me I need to watch the show because she watches the show. And it's not on anything that I have right now. So, like, if I do, I watch it over there. And I've only caught a little bit of it right now. But. Which show? The Flash. Oh, no, no, no. I'm talking about in the movie, just like... I heard Flash, the TV show is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a friend... Wasn't that there. the same guy, though? Or no, no, it's a different guy. Oh, it's, a di- it's not the same guy from nope. the show? Oh, okay, nope. yeah. I like the guy from the movie. I'm yeah. not familiar with the show, so... Yeah, the the kid on the show... St- they, they've done completely separate on DC. There's no overlap of the same people in the and that's unfortunate, TV to though. the cinematic. Where Marvel has tied everything in like if you see the guy on the movie and he shows up on the show it's the same you know yeah. I, they did that with uh agents of shield okay there's there's some crossover. yeah but there's crossover from movies in there though that's what i'm saying Colton, like yeah. they've, they've kept the same actors though like if, if you see him in the movie right. he, and he they and i think that's the disney influence too like oh well no yeah. I, I got theories on that one and uh, <laughs> so before we leave the the DC thing, um, so you're, you're buying in on the Joker, you're buying in on Aquaman. Um, they're doing Wonder Woman 1984. I'm, a, I'm I I loved Wonder Woman, but I seen the story before. When I saw the movie, I said this is the exact same story they did for the cartoon movie they did on DVD just a few years prior. I yeah. said I already know this story. You told me a story I already knew. You just made it bigger and threw a different bad guy in there, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Or no, I, it was the same. It was the same bad guy but was different he had a little bowler hat and looked like a wiener yeah apparently they did that in the comics did they yeah 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 i i didn't i, didn't I, I thought <laughs> out of the dc universe uh the new stuff i felt like that was the best of those movies was the wonder woman one yeah i, I was just it was magnificent really... i loved yeah. it it was just really fun i loved how they did it i i 
she really does a good job as Wonder Woman. I'm yeah. glad they finally have a Wonder Woman movie. Like, you know, for years it's everybody, Linda Carter, Linda Carter. I love Linda Carter, too. She can't be Wonder Woman now. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry, she can't. Uh, so, <laughs> favorite Batman, cinematic Batman? My favorite cinematic Batman, hands down, is Michael Keaton. Not George Clooney? No. <laughs> Val Kilmer. No. <laughs> I can stop you. Okay, Val. Yeah, I bet you can, Val. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Michael Keaton is just the Batman. Yeah, I, I love uh, Come on. Adam Let's West too in the yeah. the cheesy old style. But out of the the real, you know, cinematic Michael Keaton, I always thought that they should do the Dark Knight uh, Returns with Michael Keaton. Mm. Like have him come back as an old Batman. And he could do it. Yeah, oh, he's got sure. that good look for it. he as you know, he's aged pretty well. I don't think they ever will, but it would be yeah. it would be sweet to have him come back. And well, I kind of thought that's what they were doing with Ben Affleck a bit because he's supposed to be the older. Batman, yeah, they, they kind of mixed it. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, they mixed like, it a little bit, and I, I yeah. they did. Th- I think they were trying to draw in some of those hardcore comic fans, and then they should have known the fact that. With the hardcore fans, they're going to shit on it if it's not exactly what they yeah. love. So they were they were never going to win those guys over anyways. So to steal a little bit from it pissed them off more than if you would have just well, did your own thing. Well, Doomsday and Batman versus Superman, I'm like, okay, so you're going to introduce this and he's created by Lex Luthor now. And it's partly Lex Luthor, partly Zod. No, 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 no. <laughs> you threw away that entire backstory. And just rushed the death of Superman. That's what you did. And then you just threw Batman in there. And he's shocked because, gotta save Martha! Yeah. Oh, fuck! I forgot all about Martha! (laughs) (laughs) Your mom's name's Martha, too? Best friends forever! (laughs) Yeah. It's like Highlander 2, right? Like, where it kicks the entire rest of the storyline in the ass and they're all time-traveling aliens. But Ramirez and McCloud have that special promise because they dip their fingers in magical water. And best friends forever! (laughs) So now they can break the rules and Ramirez can come back from the dead so he can hold a fan up at the end and go, wink, I might be back. And he never comes back. <laughs> Spoiler from a movie, you know, 30 years ago. Yeah, whatever. exactly. Like, if, you, if you're going to watch Highlander 2, just throw throw your expectations out the window if you've never seen it. That's another thing that they're remaking. <laughs> They're, they're making I heard a TV about show, that, yeah. but I've heard about that for a while. And it's like, either shit or get off the pot. Yeah, because they they were saying that for a little while with the A Team, and then they we finally got the A Team movie. I followed that for years <laughs> when George Clooney was supposed to be in it. Was like one of the stories I've right. read years ago, and then we finally get it. I loved it, and then we're not going to get a sequel because now they're all arguing over likeness rates or something like that, or somebody used it in an ad, and I think that just kind of sealed the deal yeah. after that. But I don't know. Like I, I remember reading. I don't know if it's true or not because it was a while ago that I read this. But it was an article about like Liam Neeson wanted to make Hannibal not smoke cigars. No, Hannibal's a smoker. <laughs> <laughs> George Papard's rolling over in his grave right now, saying, "No, I want them cigars." We're holding on to it. <sighs> so uh, the Marvel obviously once Disney bought that property mm-hmm. it completely changed the game on how they do stuff it, well disney kind of set the uh, in my opinion they set the bar for what a successful comic book movie universe will do and they actually laid uh, what i think is essentially 
you know, the uh, uh, architecture for a successful one. They got all these things, but they acquired all these properties, right? Uh, like, what the, the, well, obviously, of the three I, I want to talk about, we got the Marvel Universe, the Muppets, and then we've got Star Wars, right? And the Muppets they bought initially. And I was pissed when the first thing that they did was change Muppets.com. And I know I wasn't the only one who was pissed off about this. They changed Muppets.com and put Kermit the Frog with mouse ears on. I was one of the ones that was flipping my shit. Right? (laughs) I'm like, no! Because I was so anti-Disney at that. Like, no, don't clean it up. It's the one thing from my childhood that wasn't completely sugar-coated. That's one thing I always loved about Jim Henson's work was... It was overly sickeningly sweet and sappy. Like, he had this twisted sense of humor in a lot of it, and he had all these like-minded people that they just put on... Sure, a puppet show in general for people is aimed at children, but this was a puppet show that everyone could enjoy. Right, at different levels. It was for everyone. And I think uh, he was trying to escape a lot of that towards the end which was why it was you know uh, did like the jim henson hour which is a crime that it's not on dvd seriously disney jim henson company play nice and make this happen because it was like half a brand new muppet show and half the storyteller and only ran for one season and i watched uh, the original run i was like what, nine years old when it came out because it was like 1989 1990 i think it was 1989 because he died in 1990 yeah and yeah so anyway <clears throat> it was the last muppet show that he was a part of and then he died right um but uh now disney owns the muppets and um but they don't own fraggle rock that's still retained by the henson so it's like the muppets from the muppet show and the muppet movies those are the Muppets they own. So, like, it bothers me when a movie like The Happy Time Murders comes out. I don't care if it's made by the Henson Company. They don't run the Muppets anymore. It is not a Muppet movie. You are not going to see a puppet jizzing all over the walls in a Muppet movie. But I recognize, I has, I still haven't seen it, not because I didn't want to see it, though, but I recognized a lot of Muppet performer voices from the trailers. I'm like, I still want to see this because like, I've seen Meet the Feebles. And, you know, obviously it's the Muppet show on it. Has you ever seen that? No, I don't think I watched that. I watched Peter the Jackson Happy Time directed one, but... it. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a puppet show directed by Peter Jackson. It's just this cracked out puppet show. If you ever wanted to see a walrus fuck a Siamese cat, watch that movie. <laughs> and that, that, that's the only thing. Nice There's teaser like... for everybody. Yeah, exactly. There's no <laughs> redeeming social value from this movie at all. Like, it all ends in a bunch of, like, venereal disease and puke and shit. It's gross. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I'm like, from what I've heard, this movie sounds a lot better by comparison. Gotcha. But when I people keep calling it a Muppet movie, like, reading people talk uh, talk about it on Facebook and Twitter, and they keep calling a Muppet movie, like, get your facts straight. <laughs> you know, like, the Sesame Street Muppets are... Muppets, yes, but they are different Muppets. For the longest time, they were just called the Sesame Street Muppets. Now they don't even say that they're Muppets anymore. They're just the Sesame Street characters. And now it's run by HBO. Right. So, like, they get first call on all that stuff. And I've seen I've seen a good portion of it. I subscribed to HBO for a little bit, and I was watching some of the newer stuff. I'm like, eh. I think I think they took a lot of what made it what it was as far as a kid's show. I think it's a little... What's the word I'm looking for? A little over 
Over. Just overproduced? I don't know. Censored. Over-censored. Yeah. Like, it's almost like they're afraid of talking about some things or presenting. Any, I don't know. I think a lot of it just has to go back to when people were freaking out trying to get the Cookie Monster to eat vegetables. Like, do you remember that shit? Yeah, I do. Yeah. it's just It just kind of goes from there and it kind of spiraled out of control. It's like, no, no, we've got to have this because if we don't have this, the kids won't know. Like... So you're not going to teach them you want these puppets to do it instead for you. Okay. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> we're not we're not just doing the alphabet anymore, kids. You know. So, uh, but anyway, going back to uh, Disney owning the Muppets. Right. So when that happened, I obviously I freaked out at the time. And uh, but I was like, I'm gonna, I'll get, I'll, you know, I want to see what they do with it because obviously it, the Muppet Vision 3D I love at Disney World yeah, and I've so. seen it like 18, 19 times and no, I'm not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, like um, Michael Eisner, that's his name, Michael Eisner, he really wanted them from what I understand. Yeah, oh yeah. And so like, great. Then they got rid of Michael Eisner and they didn't know what to do <laughs> with yeah. the Muppets. And that, that was what I think happened. I don't really know for sure. But I do believe that Disney is actually trying. They really do want to please the fans, at least in the Muppet arena and in the Marvel arena. But then we get to Star Wars. I'll get to that in a minute because I got, <laughs> I got my theories about that. But I have noticed a pattern in all these newly acquired, uh, uh, or not so much newly acquired, but just in the last right. 15, 20 years, properties, Muppets, Marvel, and Star Wars, that they've been doing with their movies. And the only one that you can't really notice it on, unless you're really going to sit there and analyze it, is the Marvel Universe. And that's because they kind of cornered the market on that with releasing a lot of the first movies, especially with Iron Man, because that was like that was their flagship. That's right. how they started. And it just kind of grew from there. Although, to be fair, when that movie came out, I swear, I thought Fox released it. And now yeah. Disney's going to buy Fox? Like, what the hell? I, I think some people assumed it was Fox because Fox had been releasing right. Marvel and movies. I think that's probably where I was coming from, too. But yeah, no. Yeah. And then when you look back on that first Iron Man, you can tell they already had that shit planned. Like, oh, wait, yeah. they they put the little teasers in there, and, and they then they thought it out. built. Yeah, they they and if you uh, listen to the Disney like uh, when they do the conference call type stuff or the year end stuff, they have like they've already got it planned out another you know ten years. Oh, absolutely, and that was long after they started having success with the Iron Man movies and so forth that they already told you what they had planned up till what was it twenty twenty two right at that time damn <laughs> Wait, they they had already greased the machine back then like when they signed robert downey jr they had signed him not and for all the whole run but iron man yeah. but from previous i from what i've heard this next avengers movie mm-hmm. is his last like well, he already been saying that for a while he already yeah. extended it but uh you know and my my prediction is he's gonna die in it but probably i mean that Obviously, it can't be a spoiler if I've not watched the movie. It's not. Sure, yeah. Yeah, but so if it does happen, my, don't, don't yeah. come after Rod. Right. My, <laughs> that's my prediction on it. I don't. I think uh, Captain America and mm. Iron Man won't make it out. I love the Red Skull makeup. Talking about Captain America, though. Yeah. I thought that was amazing. I, I did. I, 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 you know. 
I do like is... things like that. I could care less what the story is if they look right. It's like, yeah, okay, I'm for it. I'm you know, good. I'm, I'm, I'm good easy. I'm easy. I just want to be entertained. Do that so for have an you hour and work. <laughs> have you heard about the Disney streaming service that's coming? Yeah, that Disney Plus. Yeah. Yeah. They've already... They better um, release the other two seasons of The Muppet Show that they didn't release on DVD and promised they would. I wouldn't be surprised if that yeah. is part of it. They've already... Uh, Confirmed a Loki standalone series with okay. Tom Hiddleston. Uh, Scarlet Witch is getting her own series, like mini run series. And then they're doing a live action Star Wars uh, called The Min- Minturian. Oh, yeah. Based on the one guy from Rogue One. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that yesterday, I think. Yeah. So they're, they, yeah. they've already got all this stuff planned. And uh, they're going to their plan is to bump off some of this Netflix and Hulu market share and just cut a wide slot. So they're, they're putting tons of money behind it. You talk about the Disney machine on that other stuff. They're, they're going to have all the movies, all the TV shows. Like they've already started the stuff that's new. Now they're starting to taper down what gets shared with those other services because they're getting ready for the Disney. I think I'd be I'd be okay with it, but I would like to see them also release things that you don't really see anymore. Like stupid things like that uh live action Alice in Wonderland show that they used to have on the Disney Channel. Oh show. yeah. I love it's my favorite book. Uh if you ever to ask me what my favorite book is, it is Alice in Wonderland. Um and my second favorite book is Mary Poppins. And uh, I, I love having arguments with people over Disney, Mary Poppins versus the book. I'm like, I don't care. It is a fun movie. And Dick Van Dyke, I can do the penguin right. dance. Someone told me I was brave for admitting I could do the penguin <laughs> dance. I'm like, why? That's what a great movie. It? That's yeah. a great movie. Like, why is that brave? Yeah. Why so is have that you brave seen, for me to admit that? <laughs> have you seen the trailer for the new Mary Poppins Returns? I haven't seen it, but I'm, I'm just I'm glad that it's going to be a continuation and not a remake. Because remember when they were passing around yeah. that fake poster, Tim Burton's, and I I was like one of the ones voicing my opinion on it. Not a fan, huh? Well, no, it's not that I'm not a fan of Tim Tim Burton, but I'm like. Don't touch everything. You already did Alice in Wonderland, and that was great. But you don't need to touch Mary Poppins as well, right? You know, I, I, gotcha. I don't know. I, I get, I get, I get crazy about weird things at different times, and I, I sound overly passionate when I'm actually just kind of lax. <laughs> so you mentioned uh, Disney with Star Wars. Oh yeah. Well, I got to go back to uh, the Marvel because, like, we went into Muppets, and then we get went into Marvel. Mm-hmm. But I'm still so. This is where uh, you don't start noticing the pattern right away, but this is where they start cornering the market with the Marvel Universe, and they had this plan, and they started setting that out. Well, if there were movies that had already existed, basically they have to take and tell stories based on stories that already exist, catering to the fan base, while at the same time trying to somehow make it modern, which they did, uh, make the characters likable, which they did, an all-star cast, Samuel Jackson all day long. That's my opinion. Right. Right. <laughs> Does he look like a bitch? <laughs> the best line, one of the best lines ever, right? But no, I love Samuel L. Jackson. Snakes on a plane. Like I yeah. love that. It's, the movie's so dumb. I watched it with my mom. I'm like <laughs> that part where the snake bites the titty. The snake bit the titty. <laughs> <laughs> then my mom just shakes her head. <laughs> Stuff like that. Uh, but anyway, there. Uh, I have noticed that Disney has been sort of taking this pattern with these properties that you don't really notice unless you look at like the Muppets and 
Star Wars, but they are kind of doing it with the Marvel Universe, but because they have that market cornered, they can tell the, the cinematic versions of those movies any, really any way they want outside of like X-Men, because now there's like two different X-Men universes because of the different franchises Fox competing. Owned it, yeah. yeah. And now there's the Venom movie, which like I remember you were saying, because they don't have Spider-Man, because that, that was one of the right. podcasts I was listening to just the other day, because they don't have Spider-Man, it's now no longer the same origin story for Venom. So it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense, I would imagine, with the symbiote, but you, you said it was pretty good. Yeah, I mean... It was good if you went in knowing it's not going to be like the comics because right. it can't be. Right. And it's going to be just a fun movie. If you're looking for a serious movie, it's obviously not that. Right. If you go in, it's a popcorn flick. It's fun. It's, you know, I, I didn't have a complaint on it. That's one thing I do like about the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe, though, is that they are, with all the characters that they do have, they are utilizing them. It's not like they're trying to ignore them, but... I still want to see She-Hulk, and I will, I will right. pound that. I'll, come here, Disney. I'll pound that in your head. I want She-Hulk tomorrow. Give it to me. <laughs> I, would, <laughs> I wouldn't but, be surprised if you do see She-Hulk, because they're going to milk that thing. Oh, I hope so. But if they or do, a She-Hulk want, TV show even would be nice. She-Hulk. I want John Byrne-written type storylines where she's breaking that fourth wall. I, that's what I, one thing I liked about it. See, I feel like that... that version of her would be better in a tv format probably but i I mean it already works with deadpool but if they did that with she hulk then that's the first thing i think probably people would parallel is it would be a lot like deadpool which is funny because that was before there was even a deadpool yeah exactly and like deadpool is to like make fun of wolverine uh, partially like i don't know i was watching a video there's the history of but that's part yeah no 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 not wolverine lobo Lobo, yeah, yeah, because Wolverine is Marvel too. Sorry, I do know, I do, mo- I do know my stuff, <laughs> at least a little bit, at least a little bit. And Deadpool has a female creator. Yeah, I, I love Deadpool. Which is, it's funny because like at the premiere, she, I guess she was standing in line to get let in, and the guy in front of her was trying to teach her about Deadpool because she was a woman, <laughs> and just assumed she didn't know about him. But she's like, yeah, I. I, I, created I don't them. get that line of thinking yeah. though because like I know girls that know a hell of a lot more about comic books than I do yeah. <laughs> like they some of them got me reading some of the comics I do exactly you know? it's like I don't know if you have that kind of mindset get out of the stone age girls read comics too girls watch horror movies and yes girls poop <laughs> <laughs> if you're a girl and you say you don't poop where does it go <laughs> Uh, little random things that just pop into yeah. my head <laughs> but oh, okay so going back going back to to that though um the pattern that that i um and and once once i say it like it's partially uh uh with what with what they got okay so we got the marvel movies and they're they don't have to have anything before them they're being established as they go so it's basically being a rehashing of the comics with certain things modified for Disney standards. But it's one thing that's really been amazing me about Disney lately is how lax they have been with certain content. Like yeah. in the Avengers movie, when uh, Tony Stark asks uh, Bruce Banner about, uh, you know, what do you do to relax? Big bag of weed. I'm like, what's a big bag of weed in a <laughs> Disney movie, right? That's awesome. Right. That was a good joke. 
<laughs> you know. Well, and you'll you'll see that more as you get into the next phase too, because they sure. they get even more relaxed. But I think what they realized is they spent all kinds of money on, especially Star Wars. They mm. they threw out a lot of money, and oh my god, I keep dancing wrong. With, the point I'm leading yeah, up to, like I'm building with, up, like it's gonna be this big thing. I, I think that's where the uh, <laughs> the little bit of the laxness comes on it is. They know they've got to make their money back. Sure. So if they sink the ship with being too PC and too G rated, yeah, that that's a lot of money to lose. Oh, definitely. So, because like, there's a lot of stuff you go in. Like, okay, let's say that, let's let's say the whole thing with Fox is it already done? Did they finish that deal yet? I don't know. I think technically it's signed. It doesn't become official till January. Everything it's but like they, they got to jump the news through network and the TV network. Yeah, but they still have to jump through some uh, antitrust type stuff okay. to to make sure it's all on board so i think that's the only checks that they have to right. which so by i all guess accounts, what i'm getting at with that is if, if that happens then they own the deadpool franchise if they make another deadpool it better fucking be rated r right that, which, that's why i have to that, say about it that was the <laughs> and so and up so in the better air thing. Lobo. Yeah. lobo better be rated r that that's the up in the air <laughs> thing is um if they are pretty much when it is acquired mm-hmm. What are they going to do with Deadpool? Because mm-hmm. while they've laxed it a little bit on their their stuff on the Disney end, there's, there's still some stuff they won't. There still reigns. right? And the response to that with Ryan Reynolds is, I think he feels like there's no way they're going to let him do Deadpool like he's been doing. Right. So he kind of like threw it in their face with yeah. the Mickey Mouse stuff. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. I'm hoping they realize that. Deadpool's making a lot of money, so just I just take like the pretty money. much anything Ryan Reynolds is in. He's such a funny guy. He yeah. got me playing Toon Blast, playing, <laughs> watching those ads. Watching those I shouldn't have done cartoon. that. It's okay. No, in the game. I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cussing his head off in front of that little kid just yeah. cracks me up. But I, no, my favorite one is the the Sergey. You're gonna make fun of his weight. <laughs> <laughs> He does all of my on-camera work. You're going to make fun of his weight? So back to uh, okay. Star Wars. So back to the build-up of yeah. everything. Um, so, okay. But what you don't notice with the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe ends up becoming more apparent with the Muppet uh, thing. And some people have touched on it a little bit. Is, but I think you heard the most about it for Episode 7. Where Episode 7 felt more like a rehashing of A New Hope. In many ways, right, and 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 just like that, episode eight also, I think, was supposed to be their attempt at Empire Strikes Back, right? And Disney is very much trying to make it their own, but I uh, I'll get to episode eight in a minute. I don't hate it, and I definitely don't love it, <laughs> right? I see what they were doing with Luke Skywalker. I don't like how they decided to end his story. Like, I, I do get it, and I don't get it. Like, I know some people were pissed off about how he was grumpy, and he throws a lightsaber. The only thing I'm thinking of, that's the same thing Yoda did to him. He's right. like, too old to begin the training. Yeah. Right? He was making all, that, that's how I viewed it. But then the rest of it didn't make any sense to me. Like, okay, so why? where were the books this whole time? And he found the, you know, the Jedi Temple at some point. But they're just ignoring that whole extended book thing, which they said they were going to do, and call it Legends. When I realized that they weren't going to have that Mara Jade Skywalker stuff, it's like, come on, that was yeah. a, that was a good storyline. That was a good for 
Luke Skywalker got nothing. He had to kill his dad. He doesn't even, you know, he finds out the girl he kissed in the first movie was his sister. Natalia's is <laughs> like redneck opera in space. That's what exactly. <laughs> but uh, uh, anyway, uh, that's what I see them doing is they're trying to reestablish these franchises by redoing what's already been done. So now, now that I've talked about Star Wars, I'll talk about Muppets then. So then you got The Muppets, the movie that came out, what was that, 2009? Okay. Something like, or yeah, 2011. There. Yeah, 2011, that's what it was. Okay. And that one was essentially kind of a redone version of the Muppet movie, I felt, for modern audiences, while acknowledging all the uh, uh, not at least acknowledging that movie up through the Muppets take Manhattan and kind of ignoring, you know, treasure Island and, and Christmas Carol, <laughs> probably because it didn't fit in any particular canon, but they also completely ignored Muppets from space, which Disney does not own. I think that's funny. Columbia pictures owns uh, Columbia TriStar owns uh, the Muppets take Manhattan and Muppets from space. Oh, really? And that is actually why, because, like, the songs from The Muppets Take Manhattan mm-hmm. are owned by Disney. That's why they were able to <laughs> sing them. But they could only show pictures, right? Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's funny. I don't know. Like, all the legal things, I could talk about Muppets all day long. But the first one was, it was like a, it was like a rehashed version of the Muppet movie. They all knew each other, so basically it was like, let's do another Muppet road trip movie. And let's make jokes about it and make self-deprecating jokes about ourselves through the whole movie. And that's what it was. Yeah. So that seems to have been what Disney's standpoint is. Let's rehash it. Let's make it our own and make fun of what came before it. And you can see the same thing in Star Wars, but you can't see it so much in the Marvel Universe. So, like, there's certain elements that they've taken out and they've toned it down. But if you had something to compare it to, it would be, there would be a difference. Right. So that's uh, that's where I bring the Marvel Universe into it. And I'm not saying I don't love it. Because, mm-hmm. like, give me brand new Muppet stuff, I'll watch it. Right. Am I shocked when they did the show and made the uh, the Electric Mayhem band, you know, like, they finally just cleared the air on that. Yeah, they're over smoking in the back. <laughs> coming, <laughs> coming in, you know, lit and playing for their show. Whatever, right? But then the second movie was, it was just a different situation where instead of Piggy being, it was the great Muppet caper all over again. Right. But now you got Kermit in the in the prison instead of Piggy. And this like different plot in the background. And that one actually, I think is, it's a shame that it didn't make another movie because that movie was the funnier one of the two newer ones. Right. That one was hilarious. I loved it. Ty Burrell in that movie cracks me up because he does like this Clouseau type character. We just look at the blinky lights. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and like, oh, the, was it uh, uh, vacation time? And he's, his family's ready to go and he's got his like striped swimsuit. <laughs> like, you know. uh, but stuff like that. And But again, it had a lot of self-deprecating humor aimed at themselves through the whole thing while at the same time kind of rehashing what was already done. Anyway, I uh, the reason I bring that up and I, I'm trying to point this pattern out, they've acquired Indiana Jones and they're talking about making a fifth one, right? Mm-hmm. I'm willing to bet 
that this next one's going to somehow be like Raiders of the Lost Ark. And if they if they never do it, then we'll never know. But if they do do it, let's revisit this and see if I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> because I think they will somehow... Well, they already kind of did it with the last one by bringing Marion back in that, right? But I think... It, that isn't really what pissed people off. I think it was the alien aspect yeah. that pissed people off. I just thought it was a weird way for an Indiana Jones movie to go out on, yeah. you know? Because, like, I never really saw it as sci-fi, and then all of a sudden they want to make it sci-fi. I don't care that he survived a nuclear blast in the fridge. It's the, it's the end. It's like, uh, I don't hate the ending, but it's like, yeah. we watched all that. For I was kind of hoping a little more. Yeah. You know, well, rip, a, rip a guy's heart out of somebody's chest. You know that uh, they've got to tie in with Indiana Jones, E.T., and Star Wars, right? Like, there's little Easter eggs in each of them that show, like, there, there's E.T. in you mean, the space. You mean between the, Steven Spielberg and George Lucas? In or? the films themselves. like. The, oh, yeah, the, Obi, the, the Obi-Wan, Club Obi-Wan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then there's uh, E.T., type aliens in the council when you when they zoom in on the council oh close encounters they're there and yep. no on um i think it's on uh phantom menace like oh, oh yeah yeah when yeah in the, chamber, in the senate they're yeah. in the senate and then in et itself he sees the little yoda and he's like yoda well how would et know that if it wasn't so the universe do you think uh, that's why they they bought those properties you think yeah, I think Disney buys anything they can get their hands on, yeah. especially in the They are device. too. They are at this point. They are too big to fail. Yeah, you know if if uh, I don't know, like if you want, we can talk about Avatar, but I hate that movie, and I will tell you why. There, there's <laughs> but, another. But, but we got to get past. Yeah, we got to get past. There's another like there. four in the the shoot already. They've already lined them up, and oh, they don't. Need, they didn't even need the first one. <laughs> like, See, I liked. I liked it all right. It wasn't the one my thing I didn't but... like about it is it's a three-hour environmentalist speech that has pretty visuals, and that's really the biggest thing it got <laughs> for it, right? I could get the same plot out of Fern Gully, the last rainforest. That was, what, 90 minutes long? 80 <laughs> minutes long? And Robin Williams was in that one. <laughs> Fern Gully was a good movie. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, but that's what I mean. It's, it's, it's essentially the exact same thing, and it drives me nuts that it's called Unobtainium. It is it's the dumbest name ever. I'm sorry. Even even a government that in the future could not be so dumb to name something unobtainium. Really. I mean, at the end of the day, the moral of the story is James Cameron is rich. That's what it is. But if it was cut down shorter and focused a lot less on special effects and stuff like that and actually focus more on developing the story instead of making us feel bad that we're killing our own planet because that was what I took away from it. Like, no, if I if I'd have gone to the theater and watched this, I would have been pissed the fuck off. I'm not even kidding. I would be like, no, there's no reason for this movie to exist like this. Well, just so you know, there's another like four in oh, the yeah, shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they shot and two of them already. there's a theme park now at Disney World. Yeah, and I've heard it's incredible. Like I do want to see yeah. it. Like I, I do. Lo- I love especially Disney. the ride. You like yeah. ride on the back of one of those flying creatures and stuff. Yeah, because so, like yeah. yeah, I just I, it looks interesting, but no, it's a three-hour <laughs> environmentalist speech. Yes, I get it. We're killing the planet. It's not my fault. Don't make me feel bad for it for three hours. <laughs> I will not be there for the second one. <laughs> 
Uh, but I wasn't there for the first one. I was essentially forced to watch the first one. I kept trying to escape it when I saw it, and they kept stopping it to follow me. I kept trying to excuse myself for a cigarette, and I eventually had to watch this whole thing to escape it. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I'm not bitter. Right. <laughs> Anyways, okay. All right, so I've said my piece about, about Avatar. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> so we'll, we'll transition a little bit. The... Um... Have you noticed with the streaming services and stuff that TV has kind of taken the spot of movies? Like, yeah, and I, I, I'm actually, I watch a lot more TV, new TV, than I watch new movies. Right. Mostly because of the time amount. Like, even Game of Thrones, an hour long, I can sit for an hour, watch this, and feel pretty good that I've gotten some substance in it. It's not too short, it's not too long. Like, I remember when Ash vs. Evil Dead first came out, when they said it was a half hour long, I'm like, I don't know if that's going to be long, but three seasons later, we got, like, ten movies worth of material. I was like, all right, I'm good. Uh, yeah. All I wanted was one sequel to Army of Darkness. We're good. I yeah. like, Bruce, retire if you want. I'm. I, thank you for coming back. That's all I got to say. <laughs> you put in your time, did your part. Yeah. Like, oh, man, that was that was the way to go out on, uh, I have to admit. Like, sure, I'd love to see what season four would have been like. But you know what? If that was all they were going to say about that time and then they end it, you know, Ash is Army of Darkness meets Road Warrior. Okay. Like, yeah. There, there he goes. He's still alive. He got his hand back. He'll probably lose it again. Maybe we'll find out in comic books. But Godspeed, Ash. Go kill them all. <laughs> so you mentioned Game of Thrones. Uh, you were late to the party with Game of Thrones. Very, I was very late to the party. I started watching in the last season. Uh, my sister had got me into it mainly because she was trying to find somebody to watch it with. Somebody her. to talk about it, like yeah. holy shit! And so I binge watched the first five seasons and like. So did, just did you have any spoilers going in? Not really. Like I didn't know a whole lot about about it going in, except for like pictures that I'd seen. And then my sister was trying to explain certain things. I'm like, okay, okay, so they're zombies. No, they're called White Walkers. I'm like, are they white? No, they're 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 called white. W i g h t. Oh, okay. And so, what does this mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like just just watch. You'll get it. And then eventually, I watch. I'm like, <sighs> vegging. You know, just sitting there watching. Eyes are dry. And then it's done. I'm like, oh my god, I should go to bed. <laughs> that that type of watching and yeah. absorbing it all. And now I'm just like everyone else, waiting for the last season to come out. But so, did you start it like most people do with the? Uh... Since it focuses on the Starks to begin with, you're like, hey, these Starks are pretty good. I bet they I go far. I love the Starks. Yeah. And then and then Ned Stark dies. And I'm like, well, he was fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just remember um, that was one of the parts that I didn't have spoiled at all when I watched it mm-hmm. was watching it and being like, okay, yeah, at the last minute, somebody's going to save him. Yeah. And then they're like lopped off his head. And it's like. Well, shit. Yeah. Where's this going? I thought he was the main guy. And then and why did they wait so long to kill Joffrey? Why? Because you had, you had to build right. it up to hate. Yeah. And you're, you're all the way caught, I should right? come with spoiler alerts, by the way. I'm just going to let you know. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> I feel like they knew it was going to get spoiled as soon as we started talking about it. And I asked if you had got it spoiled. But, uh, yeah, if you're one of those people, you're definitely getting it spoiled. Yeah, so, sorry, sorry after the fact. <laughs> So you're all the way caught up. You you've seen it all. Do you remember what one or two things about the show you were like, "Holy shit!" moment on? Um, 
Oh, just uh, uh, through the whole thing? Yeah, just what were, were some of the scenes that you're like, oh, fuck, I did well, not one, expect One that. that pops into my head right away is when the dragon died in the, in the last season. I, I actually cried. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I, I love Daenerys. I just, I do. I, and I, I'm a crier in general when it comes to, it's funny, I don't, in real life, I'm, I am pent up my emotions and I don't share them at all. But when I'm watching something like that hmm. and you get invested in these characters, man, I there there were a few different times like i'm I'm the kind of guy i'm the kind of guy that i hear about animal abuse like somebody right. abused a dog I, I was watching that article about the pet grooming the other day and the oh, dog yeah. that died of stress i was crying when i when i heard that yeah i'm like you bastards if it was my dog i would have been like no we will have justice yeah <laughs> i'm coming with an army of lawyers it's, you better be I'm ready. On my that way. was my best friend i want trial by combat <laughs> yeah. yeah like um, i was i felt so bad for whoever the owner of that dog was. yeah uh, just anything, but yeah. Uh, the when the red wedding happened, oh, I, that I was bawled. a shocking thing. I bawled at the red wedding because I was like, Rob Stark's gonna avenge Ned. At least they got this build up, and then I'm like, Well, they're killing him, but at least they, he's got the baby. The baby's gonna grow up, and then they're like stabbing her. I'm like, Oh Jesus! Yeah, Christ. like I, they went so they went so far with that. I'm like, Oh my God! And I didn't read the books, and like. So I didn't know anything yeah. about anything about anything. And I'm just going by what the show is telling me. But I watched that. I'm like, damn, there's yeah. a riff tracks apparently of that. And I want oh, really? to yeah, listen that... to it because I, I, it's got to be amazing. I love those guys. <laughs> yeah, that just um, that was one of them for me. And then uh, I think the other one was when. Uh, uh, um, what was it? No, go ahead, continue. No, it's a, it's all good. I, I had it, uh, I lost it. I, I feel like the John Stark one would have got me if I believed at all he would have been dead. Mm. I just, I was like, there's no way they're going to keep Jon yeah. Snow dead. I, I can tell you a few things that I can say with much certainty about how I feel about Game of Thrones. I hated Joffrey with a passion. I like the Hound, and I also don't like him. I think, I think his he, brother being a zombie is kind of badass yeah he, he was one of my favorite or is one of my favorite the hound but i i kind of did i kind of like why why couldn't we see dragons so much sooner right like like we got the baby dragons we had those for a while but we had to wait a while before we even got that far so i don't know but yeah, you gotta build it up and tease dead. it I just feel bad. see that out of i mean obviously there's a suspension of disbelief in the whole show mm. but the thing that got me on the dragon episode when it got killed and all that is where the fuck did they get the chains? Mm-hmm. And if they can't cross water, how did they get the chains attached to the dragon? Oh, you're talking about when they got him out. Yeah. 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 So now we got ice zombie dragon, yeah. which I'm all about the ice zombie <laughs> dragon, but I think if they were going to do that, they shouldn't have shown them even getting them out. They should have just had I it, agree. had it, after the fact that it's out and then have them touch it and bring it back to life. And Hodor, Hodor's explanation, too. That whole thing. See, I like that. I liked it, but I at liked the same it. time, I was like... I liked the fact that his whole life got fucked just to protect this kid. That it, Bran's kind of a piece of shit. Right, but he's also... <laughs> he's communicating... What I didn't get about that, is he communicating with himself through time and space to hold the door... That's what I didn't quite get about that. No, like when Bran went back. Oh, so time, it was Bran suggesting yeah, to Hodor. Bran broke 
that Horror, totally yeah. like okay here's here's something for you uh podcast listeners my mind just got blown because it was something i didn't even realize yeah. until it was just explained well and one me. of the rumors is that uh bran actually caused the mad king like when they burn them all burn them all yes oh that's right i did see that okay so yeah that whole thing makes sense i don't know i liked hodor yeah hodor is one of the true heroes across game of thrones this is gonna sound so weird but the guy's got a huge dong because right (laughs) that one episode they show him coming he's got like a that ain't a baby's arm that's like an (laughs) elephant trunk and the jokes that they were making about that yeah Yeah, sorry we're talking about like i talk about watchmen and blue penis there now we're talking about penis here but hey more power to that guy isn't he like a dj too like dj hodor (laughs) good for you man another another question from the show related kind of that is what exactly did Podrick do to those prostitutes? <laughs> you remember oh, that? Yeah. Where he didn't even have to pay. They're like, no, no, keep the money. Yeah, I, so, I wonder. But yeah, I, I, well, I also love it when they when they uh, before you fully meet um, uh, Tyrion when he big with the prostitutes. Yeah, and they love Tyrion. You know, and yeah. they're all bragging about him, but. <laughs> I love Tyrion. Tyrion's my dog. I love Tyrion. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I think we're going to see the death of Tyrion this season. I don't think he uh, I think we're going to see the death of a lot of people yeah. this last season. I'm going to be surprised I feel like Tyrion how many it. people actually like in the show survive when it's all over. Just based on how the whole show's gone. My Every guess, time I like someone, generally they die. My guess is Arya is going to make it. Um, I think Sansa will probably make it. But I think uh, one of the two either or both Danny or uh, Jon Snow are gonna die. I think Danny's gonna be pregnant when when they come back. She's gonna be having the baby, and that might be how she eventually dies is giving birth. Maybe. But, well, because the the legend of that they've talked about a little bit, Azuron High or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I might be pronouncing that a little bit wrong, but the point of it was the legend is that this guy comes with this flaming sword that is the key to killing the white walkers or fighting them back. I thought uh, that was the dragon glass though. The, but th- this is something separate from that. Okay. What, what I think the whole thing is going to be is that the, the secret key to it all mm-hmm. is the child like that comes out is the, okay, this is the weapon that's going to kill him. But in the legend, he has to, um, he has to temper the steel of this sword, this legendary sword, through his wife. Like he has to sacrifice his wife. So I think oh. he's Danny's going to get sacrificed. Which you know, after if all, somebody if listens after to this, all that build up, if she just gets sacrificed, if something uh, <laughs> somebody <laughs> listens to this after the season's done, I could be way way off because that's right. that's kind of out there. Thing. Somebody call Matt but Pat. Let's get. I Matt did Pat also on. predict <laughs> that um, Jon Snow was actually Targaryen way back, and it ended up coming out this season that that's official. Sure, yeah, you know, yeah. So, because, well, it's like I was saying before we started, that's what this show needed was more incest. Right. <laughs> but I, I feel like that's the best way to, when you look back on Ned's character, because they they had him dogged out throughout the show that he, he was this good man, but he did, you know, Flander the one time when he was off to war, and it right. just didn't make sense to Ned's character. But it was the long game by George R. R. Martin that, 
this whole time know it was how good of a guy that he was that he had to keep that promise to his sister because he knew one of his best friends would not allow that Absolutely. young boy to live. Yeah. So fucking that that tore me up too when I when I saw that whole scene. Sure. So I'm like, fucking Ned is a good guy through and through to the end keeps the promise. But we spoiled enough of Game of Thrones. Obviously, that's coming out next year. Right. Um, big finish for it. They're they're talking about each episode is going to be like a movie in itself. Yeah, I think that that was that was what they were saying right at the end of the uh, last season. It's a shorter season, but they're longer episodes. Yeah. Uh, another HBO show. I don't know that. Have you watched Westworld? No, but I hear a lot about it. I'm I'm more familiar with the old movie with Yul Brenner. Yeah. Well, so you. It's. Yeah, I understand. It's amazing. like no, that's only scratching the surface. Yeah, like, you know amazing. you're a runner. Oh, yeah. you don't know shit. <laughs> yeah. We, I won't spoil it for you, but it's definitely one that is worth watching out of those newer um, TV series. Uh, what about Stranger Things? You ever watch that? Actually, no, I haven't watched Stranger that's, Things. That's one you've got to watch. I've, uh, I've especially seen, with all I've the seen... stuff we talked about nostalgia. Like, oh. oh yeah, well that's that's what that's my understanding of it is. It, it does seem like an old like Spielberg type eighties science fiction movie. Yeah, they yeah. did it perfectly. Yeah, and it's that, got all the references. They the fact that they can use all the doesn't he have Ghostbusters and all that? I don't think Spielberg does. Uh, in a similar vein, though, I've been watching that uh, the Goldbergs. I love the gold. Yeah, but watch it. Uh, That's like, another one that off, but... Liam and I both will sit down and watch. We haven't really watched. I watched the um, Halloween episode of this season mm. just because it had uh, Robert England and yes. Freddy Krueger. Yeah, so I'm like I gotta watch For the first that. Time in but a we're while. we're behind uh, at least one whole season on that. But uh, in general, that's one that we can both sit down and watch. And I get it for the nostalgia, and he just enjoys the co- comedy in it. So yeah. Well, I just recently started watching Black Sails, and that one's been done for a while. Oh, gotcha. So I'm still on the first season on that. When you started, I out, thought it was pretty clever. Though. When you said Black, I thought you were gonna say Black Mirror. That's another one you. Was it? Uh, it's a. It's kind of like a new aged. Um, t- not no, what's it called? Black Mirror. Black Mirror? Yeah. It's like a, like a horror movie. It kind of is. It's like a Twilight Zone, but like oh, okay. updated. And it all has... They're all like set in the near future, but it's pretty much all technology. Connected. But it's an anthology type series? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, 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 I love Tales from the Crypt and stuff you'll, like that. You'll definitely like so. it. it. It's just an amazing show, but um, definitely one to watch. I'm trying to... Think of some other show type stuff that. Well, I was watching the new Lethal Weapon show for a while. I did like that. See, I didn't, I didn't get into that one. I heard it. Well, was I, right I had my reservations because I love the movies. Yeah. And I had my reservations, and and I didn't watch the first few episodes, but a couple weeks later, I finally started watching. I'm like, hey, these guys are actually all right. Could do without the mustache. Yeah. Right, but otherwise, this isn't bad. I mean, you know, Damon Wayans. I love Damon Wayans. Well, I like a lot of the Wayans. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you know. But I feel like our age too. Like anybody that was our age that watched in living color, you've got a, oh, a, you know a soft spot in your heart for the Wayans brothers. So. Yeah, or the entire Wayans yeah. family, because like they, they were like they were all on. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. That's where I you Jennifer got Jim, Lopez, Jennifer Lopez, Jim yeah. Carrey. Yeah. Um, well, he didn't quite get a start there. No, but that's but that's that where was usually where he really took yeah. off. Yeah, Bill. He wouldn't have got Ace Ventura and all that other stuff if yeah. it wasn't for and Living Color. Right. Um, 
when you do you have a few movies that are like your go-to movies that you'll watch over and over again army of darkness right off the bat i watch that at least five to ten times a year gotcha. every year <laughs> it's 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 just a great movie it's my favorite movie it yeah. used to be tied with casablanca for my favorite movie which i know like the the contrast yeah. style is like night and day. I don't know, Casablanca is just a fucking awesome movie, though. But it finally, uh, I finally you, made a decision. Like, nah. I bumped Casablanca to number two. Gotcha. You know, but uh, no, Army of Darkness, uh, hands down. Labyrinth, I, I, I watch a few times a year. Um, it used to be that I'd watch The Big Lebowski, but I actually haven't watched it as frequently as I used to. Um, in fact, it used to be in my top five, and now it's in my top ten, not my top five. Yeah. <laughs> like I had to make room for for certain movies, and you know, I I don't get a, a many opportunities to watch a lot of new stuff, but I do like a lot of my old stuff, right. <laughs> and that's what I tend to focus on when I do watch. I feel like that's something as you get older, you you get set in your ways of like this is my shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like I, I know what I like. I'm not I'm not gonna knock much of the new stuff unless they change too much. <laughs> that that's one of that's been one of my biggest things is how much how much get gets changed because like before we started this, we were talking about Battlestar Galactica and Starbuck yeah. and the the gender swapping of Starbuck. I'm like, come on, but I like Dirk Benedict. <laughs> I, I I just I want I. I I wanted to see that happen, but then ultimately, like I've given the the newer Battlestar Galactica several chances. Okay, <laughs> I have given it several. Don't hate me for this. I, I'm not a big fan of the of the, the newer Battlestar Galactica. I just I'm not, and it isn't it isn't because of how much they necessarily changed. It was the fact that it became now you're a Cylon. Now you're a Cylon. Now you're a Cylon. It's like that joke I think it was from Robot Chicken where he's throwing a dart at a board. Yeah. <laughs> like now this character's a Cylon. Yeah. I'm like I just got tired of it. I'm like I don't care anymore, and I just stopped watching. I didn't make it to the end, and uh, I don't know. I I just didn't see what the major fascination was. Like I'm not knocking it, but it didn't really appeal to me enough to want to continue. Gotcha. And I think that's a lot of the problem with a lot of it. The more you change from base material, if you're not going to make something new, and this is my thought like on reboots in general, if you're not going to think of something new, don't destroy what already exists. And if you can't do it with them, find somebody who can be like them or don't do it at all. Right. That That's my thought on it. Because like, I, I think, and I, I know I'm not the only one who has this opinion, I think Hollywood seems to have run out of ideas and then they yeah. all go, hey, what was popular, you know, 30 years ago? Or what was popular 20 years ago? Now it's gotten to the point, what was popular 10 years ago? Let's remake that shit right yeah. now. You Cashing know, people on demand this. Cashing on the stuff that's already there. Yeah, well, and even even the Evil Dead remake. Now, I, I didn't like it. I, I can accept that they, you know, even if they're saying it's not now, I can still accept that it's part of the existing Evil Dead universe, but it is not the book, the Necronomicon that we all know, because they changed the rules of how it plays out, and suddenly it's a ritual, right? Yeah. It's not summoning this demon that's going to come and fuck up your day. It's you got to kill seven people and then the ritual's complete and the abomination comes. And that's the only part that I actually felt was an evil dead moment was that part, that last 
part of the movie yeah. when the abomination comes up and the chainsaw fight and the abominations talking shit like i i was i'm ready i was ready for <laughs> mia to like jam this chainsaw on her arm and she never did it yeah I'm like why that was you right set it up. there yeah. you come set it all on up. there was no payoff for it like yeah let's have a female version of ash just don't call her ash come up with a name Right, like oh, he already has a girly name. It's gonna, it's right. gonna. Well, it's not, no offense to anyone named Ash, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, but like, generally speaking, and so I don't know. It's just you play around with too much of the gray area in that, and then you know, drive yourself crazy. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of a buildup without a technically a payoff, mm. um, the last subject we'll do today is uh, sure. something that we're both big fans of pro wrestling. Oh yeah. So, when did you first start watching pro wrestling? Well, originally I used to watch it because, like, I, I didn't have cable growing up. And so my a lot of my exposure to wrestling was watching um, Saturday morning stuff, the stuff that was on after oh, all yeah. the cartoons. Uh, I think it was CBS was what it was on. It wasn't it? It was Superstars, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was Superstars. Yeah. And that's what I used to watch, and I loved Hulk Hogan and, and stuff like that and Junkyard Dog and... Then I watched uh, Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling and all that stuff. Oh, like yeah. That show, you know. And uh, um, then it was a while, because uh, like, they took that off years ago, and then I just wasn't able to watch it you know, much on regular TV, because where we lived, we lived in the middle of nowhere, getting like <laughs> only a handful right. of channels anyway. And uh, so it wouldn't be until high school when I was hanging out with my friends there and I started watching wrestling again. But at that point, Hulk Hogan had gone to WCW. So that's what we were watching was WCW. Gotcha. And, uh, then of course, NW Hulk Hogan went that. back to, to WWF and then I went over there and then they changed, or it was, they changed it to WWE before he went back. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. And I still, that still blows my mind. The whole WWF thing. Like why? It was actually, uh, Vince's fault. The the World Wildlife Fund uh-huh. had the trademark uh-huh. on WWF. Okay. They never said anything, did anything. Well, the WWF, wrestling WWF, was so big with the attitude error and stuff, Vince decided he did not want somebody else using the WWF. So right. he tried to sue them for the copyright. Well, they already had it filed. Right. And he was trying to say, well, we're more well-known. It doesn't matter if yeah. they had it filed before you. So then they're like, well since you started the lawsuit, we're going to sue you back and you can't use it. And then they lost and had to change it. But that's, that's the real reason they, the get the F out and all that was because they lost a legal battle over the copyright. And it, it was something that they initiated as the wrestling federation. So Vince (laughs) just overstepped, which he's been known to do. Sure. Well, I I don't know the full details about, there was a story I saw yesterday where Stephanie McMahon was saying WWE could be bigger than Disney. Uh, I don't know what the rest of the story was, but all I'm thinking is, really? Do you think so? No. I don't think so. I think you've got an impressive wrestling catalog, yeah. and you're pro- you definitely have the market cornered on that WWE, but you are not bigger than Disney. I don't well, think they will. Vin, <laughs> I don't think they'll get that. Vince thing. said something this past year that I've never really heard him say, and that was that he's willing to sell out his shares of WWE. That's and and that that was why I'd looked it up because a friend of mine I was talked to last night had said, "Did Disney buy WWE?" 
That's what he said. I'm like, oh, no. I didn't hear anything about that. That, that might be what Stephanie is. That's why yeah. they're dropping those lines. Is they're trying to get him to buy them because obviously Disney has the maybe the it'd be a extra smart capital to buy it. Because like I don't know how well they can be doing if they constant because they're constantly offering me two three months for ninety nine cents and I, I oh they're doing they're doing well yeah so they're, so they must be doing fine. Okay. It's just it's a volume thing like yeah the fact I just that, haven't I just haven't gone gone out of my way because I don't have time to watch it right now. <laughs> well, I started. I was kind of like you where when I was real young, I watched it. Um, I actually went to WrestleMania 3 with my uncle. Awesome. So got to watch WrestleMania 3, watched Andre. I, do, I remembered, like my memory back was, I remembered going and watching Hulk Hogan live. Uh-huh. And I remembered him body slamming a big guy. And I remembered, my favorite was Roddy Piper because he was Rod and I was Rod. So oh, sure. That, even when he was a bad guy, he was my favorite. Oh, sure. And, I love uh, Roddy Piper. So... I remembered going to his show and seeing all those people, and that I was far away mm-hmm. from the ring. Well, turns out it was WrestleMania three. So I, my first wrestling show was WrestleMania three. But I went through a period where I would watch it when I saw it on TV, but not really. And then early nineties, I was watching the WCW is the one because I had not, a different uncle that was big on WCW before. Um, Hogan came back mm-hmm. like he he was old school WCW so when Hogan ended up turning doing the NWO thing that's when I really started liking it mm-hmm. and my uncle was like eh, I don't really like that he liked the old school stuff he didn't like you know the new NWO and the the more edgy stuff and then when the attitude era, he was never a WWF guy but he definitely wouldn't have been for the DX and all that right. so I got to the point where I was watching both of them Right. So then when it started taking off in the school, everybody's like, wait a second. He knows, I knew, you know, this guy was here. This is his finishing move. This is where, you know, I knew the history of it. And they're like, holy shit, Rod knows all this. <laughs> so all of a sudden, something I liked became popular. Right. And that was the same period. Like, that was like my sophomore year where I started coming out of my shell and talking to people. And uh, one of my good friends, Andy Wright, was like, you know how you talk when we're just at your house or when we're after football? He's like, why don't you talk like that at school? I'm like, well, my parents told me nobody would like me if I talked like that, that I'm too much of an asshole. He's like, that's that's the point. Be an asshole. So I started talking the way I did when, you know, it was just us or whatever. And then, you know, my popularity kind of took off. But uh, anyways, with, with the wrestling thing, I got to the point where I would watch both. I would just right. flip back and forth, flip them back and forth. Or we'd have... We had a few TVs, and we would take the TV out of the bedroom, bring it into the living room, and have one on WCW and one on WWE. Oh, God. There and, you go. That's what watch, we do. And watch them both at the same time. And uh, So I was a big fan of the fact that they had both companies because I could sure. watch more. Re- I, I've always been somebody that's like, if there's more of something, I want to watch it. Right. Stand up, you know, whatever it is. Um I want to see as much as I can of it. That's why I love all these streaming services. Is like, yeah. There's more content than there's ever been. Oh, absolutely. So yeah. I'm a fan of all that. But when it came to... It got to a point where DX started, you know, really ramping up. And then 
uh, Hogan and them started not being there as much. Like they'd be gone for periods of time. Right. So then it, it took over because for a while that was creative struggle that yeah, they talked about. WCW the was the number one for me, and WWE was just under it. And then yeah. right about the time where Mick Foley won the WWE title, and they they made fun of it on WCW. Oh yeah, and I'm like, oh shit, uh, mankind's gonna win the title, and like that became my number one company is WWE, but I still watched them both. And then, but then it got to a point where WCW, like I would watch it here and there, but it wasn't my main thing because right. those main guys weren't there as much. And it, Vince Russo had moved from WWE to WCW, and it just it got to the point where it was like it was just too much. Yeah, after well, after Hulk Hogan left and went and went back, that's when I started watching WWE again, and but I got more. When they when they went there. back, WCW was already dead at that point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he was already. That was, but that was when I started yeah. watching because there was a period between I think it was between ninety nine and what was X eight was in two thousand one, two thousand two. Yeah, I like think that. right around there. Uh. Because I was working, I was working at the gas station then. So yeah, that was when I started watching again. So between the time I graduated to somewhere <laughs> between yeah. around WrestleMania eighteen, that was that was when I started watching. I think that. back on all the money I spent on different pay per views and stuff, and the fact that it you can watch them all now for nine ninety nine a month. Oh, I know. I'm like, and I, that was actually so the, much the money first pay per view I paid for was uh, eighteen. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think we, it was like. 55 bucks or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was crazy. Direct TV back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I got my mom into it. Like, that's become our thing now is, is wrestling. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I never she could. Loves I the always rock. tried to get my parents into it, but they, yeah. neither one of them would ever get into it. Oh, yeah. No, I, I know there's some people think it's funny when, uh, like, I'll post pictures of me and my mom at, at wrestling. Yeah. And, uh, uh, like we always got them action faces on, but the last one that we went to that was actually on TV, best seats I ever had, uh, you know, because I was ringside. Yeah. Like I, I actually had better seats than you for a change. Yeah. <laughs> like you're the, you're the guy that has the better seats, and I'm the one. Now you were right up. there. Because I remember, I think I texted you while yeah. I was sitting there, and like, oh yeah, I see you, because I told you to look for my mom because she accidentally dressed like Mick Foley that night. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she she didn't get it, and I was like, "Oh, I'll I'll show you some pictures. You'll get it. You totally look like the female Mick Foley right now." <laughs> but that was such a fun night, though. When they it was uh, last year, wasn't it? When they were I think it's been Rapids. a couple years ago. Well, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I know they've been oh, yeah. Grand Rapids this year, but I mean, last year for Monday Night Raw. Yeah, I just can't remember the exact date, but um, I did find it though, and I can see myself. Uh, from behind. That's the only oh, time because, okay. like, I see the guy that I was looking at from across the ring with, like, he had a Macho Man shirt and these sunglasses, and I remember I could see him through the entire show, sitting on the other thing, excited about everything, and then I watched it and like no angles from where I was, and the only time that it ever came close was when they were chasing the Miz around the ring, and like just before it gets to where away. I'm at. Cause I'm hanging over the edge too, like a little bit, like not too much. Cause you know, they'll tell you to go yeah, back. Right. But, uh, like I was, you know, right before you could, you're about to see me. And the same thing happened when the Hardy boys came out, but I'll get to that. Cause I got a story about that. <laughs> uh, and boom, that's when the camera cuts. Right. And then the Hardy boys, when they came out and, uh, you see Matt Hardy, uh, coming through, I was looking at Jeff Hardy. Right. 
and Matt Hardy was at the other ring post, and I'm like, I'm at the one corner of there, and I was like focusing on Jeff Hardy at the time as they were making their entrance and everything, because I was excited about that match. I wanted to see the Hardy Boys live, right? Because yeah. I never had, and I wanted to. So they come out, and I didn't realize that here comes Matt Hardy to the ring post right next to me, and I don't realize it right away until all of a sudden I just see this leg, and I start slowly looking up, and I see Matt Hardy looking down at me, and you could it's it, it's another one of those things that cuts away just before it happens because it's uh-huh. during the inter, it, when you see him looking down at the, when he's standing on the ring post, he's looking at me, yeah, and he's mouthing out the words. Oh yeah, because I must have looked so dumbfounded when I realized <laughs> Matt Hardy was looking at me. <laughs> but no, it, it just, it was, that was one of those things. That, that's one story. Yeah. The other story was when it was all over and we're hanging around there and everything, and and Roman Reigns comes through, and I thought I thought I told Mom to get her camera ready. I'm gonna try and shake his hand, which I did, right? And then I looked over and I saw she was just like and, and waving back to me, but she didn't have the, like a camera. Uh, and, I, and I'm like, I'm trying to let her know, take a picture. And so here I am awkwardly holding Roman Reigns' hand, waiting for a picture to, that never ends up taking. Uh, he finally pulls his hand away. But one thing I noticed in that moment, Roman Reigns has surprisingly soft hands. <laughs> he, he does. It's nothing against the guy. I was just very surprised by this. Very, very soft hands. Well, uh, you mentioned the WWE Network. I had been a subscriber since it first started. Yep, I, until, I, I was, but I ended up. Until like maybe four or five months ago. And Roman Reigns was the reason I finally said, I'm done. When really? they, When they, after the like fifth time they tried to push him down our throats, I was like, no. I'm good. I'm like, as long as Roman Reigns is a champion, I won't uh, buy WWE product anymore. And then uh, when they announced that Sean was going to be doing the match again and that he might be coming back on a stretch, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to, I think I'm going to, you know, do it again. And then the Raw comes up and Roman Reigns announces he's got leukemia. And I'm like, Jesus. Oh, yeah. And then I'm getting texts from friends and they're like, oh, so you're going to. (laughs) <laughs> you're gonna buy it now since roman's not gonna be there I'm like jeez give, give him a day yeah. like oh. I, i'm a harsh fan but you know obviously health comes first and I, well the oh. wwe fans are very dedicated fans yeah for definitely. sure i mean you know when it when when the wrestlers talk about how grateful they are for the fans like you know they mean it because they'll let you know if they like you and they'll let you know if they hate you yeah and I think that's true of wrestling in general, though. They're very passionate fans, well, especially in the South, I've heard. One thing I do respect about uh, John Cena is he embraces the hate as much as he does oh, the, yeah. the, you know, fan. I, a lot of them do. A the, lot of them um, say the same thing. Yeah, overall they do. But I, I feel like John Cena, for all the grief he gets, and I've given him grief, too. I, I felt like he was the same way Roman Reigns was until recently right. just shoved down your throat too much but uh when he at wrestlemania when they 26 because that was sean's last match before he just came back but anyways um i was four rows back at wrestlemania for because i wanted to be close the last sean michaels match so you know sitting there and john cena's match comes up and he comes by and there's this 
whole subsection of the area that must have been like 30 people that all have the cena shirts except they're they made them into we hate cena like the circle and that line through and stuff mm -hmm. like they don't like cena so cena stops and leans back into him and oh, yeah. of course then they're all cheering and loving oh, it absolutely. but yeah he's just like embracing the I'm hate yeah look at this <laughs> so yeah but i uh <laughs> I canceled my WWE subscription after years of. I just did because uh, I was trying to get ahead. No, apparently that's, that's the only I reason I canceled. You. you know. So overall, um, we're we're obviously wrapping up and stuff. Is there any throwouts you'd you'd like to give? I know we're gonna put, like I said, we're gonna put links to your content. Anything uh, you'd like to talk to the people about before you leave? I. I plan on doing this, a few of these with you down the road, too. Oh, sure, yeah. So, Anytime you want me back, you know, just let me know. <laughs> sure. uh, anything coming up directly that you, you want to share well, with me? Well, I don't want to say anything for sure uh, mm -hmm. just yet, but I am I am currently working on something special for Christmas. Okay. I brought, like, the original plan that I had earlier this year, which things happened this year, so I didn't quite to get to work on things well, how I wanted to, but... I brought Stein back instead of Buck Moon for Halloween, but I, I thought I was toying around with the idea maybe I'll bring back Buck Moon for Christmas. Do a reversal type thing. But I, I think uh, there's a very good possibility that there may be a new Stein cartoon by Christmas. Do not quote me just yet <laughs> because I can make them rather fast, but we got to see how, how things go because I also have to balance work and I don't get paid for what I do on YouTube. But... Uh, um, no, check out my cartoons if you are not aware of my of my uh, animations or if you like gaming videos. I uh, tend to buffoon it up, and I make comics on Tumblr. And as Rod said, there'd be links everywhere. And links, there's links on my links and links on links and links on links on links. So make sure you follow those links and check it out, and uh, definitely subscribe on those different platforms share with your friends you know all that kind of stuff show some love to the different creative endeavors and stuff and uh we'll definitely like i said we're definitely going to touch base again we'll uh have some now, now you got the the um initial start of who jack is and we'll, <laughs> we'll throw in some different uh content i know um back when i was first talking about podcasting and stuff one of uh, a mutual friends of ours suggested that we start a podcast together. He's like, "Hey, you should get with Jack Maddish and start a podcast." And I, I talked to him about it a little bit, and he's like, "You know, you could just call it Jack and Rod." <laughs> so I I thought that was a, a funny a funny line drop, but Jack and Rod. Jack and Rod. It's like it's like the Wonder Boner. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll leave on that that uh, great note. Thanks again, Jack, for sitting down with me. Oh, anytime. Um, Thanks for having me. When when the listeners listen to this, it's going to definitely be a, a two-parter. So you've just got done with the second part of this interview. I hope you guys all enjoyed it. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you back on Monday for the next edition of The Stark Contrast. And that's when to grow on.